The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Every parent's worst nightmare. We are asking for your help. We desperately need your help. A nine-year-old little girl out on a camping trip with her family goes for one more loop around the campground with her bike, and now she's missing. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111, where is little Charlotte. Listen. An urgent search for a nine-year-old girl who went missing from a New York State park while camping with her family. The day turned into every parent's nightmare. Officials say Charlotte Senna simply vanished from Moreau Lake State Park north of Albany. She was last seen Saturday riding bikes with friends around dinner time. She's finally going around one more time by herself. Be that big girl, do it by herself. When she hadn't returned 15 minutes later, her parents knew immediately something was up. Just 15 minutes? That's all it took for this beautiful little girl to seemingly vanish off the face of the earth? You are hearing from our friends at ABC. Now take a listen to WRGB6. What was supposed to be a fun fall weekend has turned into a nightmare for the family of nine-year-old Charlotte Senna. Um, she is... A blonde, adorable little nine-year-old girl with bangs. She has green eyes, uh, just under five feet tall. And she is just a sweet, adorable girl. 
Charlotte and friends went for a bike ride around Loop A, where their cabin is located. Charlotte went for one last ride by herself before heading back. After 15 minutes, she hadn't returned. Guys, with me an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now, but joining us in the midst of the search and all of the confusion and the chaos surrounding the search for this little girl, uh, just nine years old, Charlotte's aunt is with us, Janae Senna. Miss Senna, thank you for being with us. Thank you so much, Nancy, for, for you know, bringing attention to what what's going on with, with Charlotte. Guys, the tip line, 518-457-6811. Repeat, 518-457-6811. There is time to bring little Charlotte home. I'm trying to understand what happened, but I got to tell you, Miss Senna, that when I heard the story and realized what had happened, I've done the same exact thing. We RV and camp a lot. And the last time we took an RV trip all the way across the country to the Tetons, whenever we go to an RV camp, my son insisted we bring his bike. Mm. And he was just a year or two older than Charlotte. And he wanted to ride all the way around the loop of the RV camp or the campground every single night. And I would go out and follow him, but on bike, he would be, you know, out of my sight. But I would know he wasn't that far, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it, the proximity of where her, where she was, if you could see it, I, you would, it's so close. I mean, it's, it, would, it was visible to with our campsite. So that's what's so crazy about this. You're saying that her course that Charlotte was riding on her bike the whole time was visible from the campsite? Um, Not if she came around the other side of the loop because it's one way. They actually have one way signs that go around. So if she was on the other side, no. But where they where she was left and last seen and where they found her bike was visible. That just doesn't make any sense. I, I'm not saying right. that what you're saying is incorrect. I'm saying, how did this happen? Right. I, and, and when you're saying, okay, I'm trying to envision, is it cabins or tents? It's tents, but a lot of people have those like uh, pop-up, I guess, campers, they call them, you know, the little ones. Right. So there's a big grouping of them. And then there is the loop that goes around that. Is that right? Yes. So, and like I said, it actually has one-way signs. So you can only drive, you know, because cars can drive. You can only drive one way around it. And this was during dinner time where everybody was out on their site. It was 75 degree, beautiful day. It wasn't dark yet, uh, quite dark yet. There, It is cut into the middle of a forest with giant trees. So granted, as the sun starts to come down, it gets a little darker faster than than other places perhaps, but it wasn't dark yet. Um, everybody was out and about, and that's what's so crazy about it. Guys, you are hearing uh, Janae Sinna. This is Charlotte's aunt joining us. Again, 518-457-6811. Miss Sinna, I'm trying to give everyone a visual. Mm-hmm. This little nine-year-old girl, she was last wearing an orange tie-dye Pokemon it was shirt. actually pink. Pink. Oh, I'm so glad you told us that. No, I know. I had to correct the information in the Amber Alert after it went out. The first time and then for some reason now on the Amber Alert page, it's saying she's five, six and she 
we actually told the police four or seven and then they put four or six, but that's close enough, honestly. And then they didn't have her eye color. I gave it to them. It's green. And then uh, they had the shirt as orange. It's actually pink. So I, <laughs> I don't know, but you know, we're all, everybody's there. The police, state police have been, I think, you know, they're honestly overwhelmed, too, just like everybody else. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something. Um, this is at Moreau State Park in Gavin Stewart, New York. Yes. To you, Nicole Parton, joining us, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Where is that exactly? And is that upstate New York? Where is that? This is in Saratoga County. So this is about 50 miles north of Albany, New York. Okay. So it's way upstate because you've got New York City, then Albany's up you know, a little off to one side, but beyond that. And so this is how far above Albany? 50 miles north of Albany. So an hour north. And Miss Senna, Janae Senna, Charlotte, how far is this from the family home? Very close, actually. I would say 10 to 15 minutes away. So it's a, it's, I mean, they love to camp and they camp at, you know, on the, on the Cape in different places, but this is like kind of their close by spot. Would you say that Charlotte was familiar with the area? I don't think she was super familiar with it. No. Uh, But again, like they had, they had a group of friends that they camp with regularly camping with them. Were they with those friends this time? Yeah. Yeah. Who are those friends? Uh, Very good. Very good. Longtime friends of my uh, brother and sister-in-law who also have children the same age. And Charlotte was with her sister, um, who is 11, and her the friend who um, was around the same age. And they apparently were, like, done bike riding, you know. And Charlotte had said, just, oh, do one more lap with me. And they kind of, I guess the friend threw down her bike and said, no, I'm done. I'm parking my bike and kind of took off back to the campsite. And that was the last time anybody saw Charlotte. Guys, take a listen to this. Her mom calling 911 to report her missing. Multiple agencies combing Moreau Lake State Park from the air and the ground using dogs and drones. Authorities issuing an Amber Alert this morning. After that exhaustive search, when we couldn't find her here, it was uh, quite possible that uh, an abduction had taken place. Charlotte's family describing her as a joyful fourth grader who had just been elected to student council. To Donna Kelly joining me, former Utah senior deputy district attorney. Donna, thank you for being with us. Just 15 minutes later. 911 was called. Is is that right, Janae? I think Trisha actually told me like 10 minutes had gone by. I know that everybody's reporting 15. I mean, literally, Trisha, they were cooking dinner. So the friend, Dave, David's friend, Charlotte's father, had his back to the loop where they were riding bikes because he was at the grill. And David was there kind of watching and Trisha took the little one, they have a, a little three-year-old, to the bathroom. And then she came back from the bathroom and it was kind of like, oh, where's Charlotte? So that, I mean, it was such a short amount of, really a short amount of time. Let me ask you, how long is the loop? If you were walking the loop as an adult, you were just mm-hmm. walking it yourself, how long would it take you to, to walk the loop? Yeah, I mean, I was walking around it yesterday. Uh... 15, 10, 15 minutes. Okay, so 15 minutes walking. So it couldn't have been over, much over a mile. If you're just walking no. at a normal pace, sounds like a one-mile loop. Okay, back to you. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty, beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Donna Kelly joining us. Uh, Donna. Yes. Let me clarify one more thing, Janae. So it was after your sister-in-law realizes that Charlotte is she doesn't see her on the loop yeah she's gone to take the three-year-old to the bathroom she comes back it's time for supper and she doesn't see Charlotte so it's 10 minutes after that that 911 is called well because it took them a couple minutes to uh walk I guess the other little girl that had been with Charlotte kind of took them down to where she left her and it was a 20 feet, maybe a little bit ways down the hill. And that's where they found her bike. So when they found her bike, is that when they call 911? Yes, that's that's I think there was a little bit of looking around sort of thing. And then Trisha immediately called 911 and um, reported it. Okay, Donna Kelly, my point is, and each minute, of course, is important. Uh, and I'm getting a sign waved at me from Jackie that the loop is one third of a mile. Loop A is the same on all campsites. Is that what you're trying to tell me, Jackie? Okay, so one third of a mile. Donna Kelly, I mean, I, of course, I know that there are ways that this can happen, but to have Charlotte disappear after just literally minutes happening, 
minutes passing and then no sign of her at all, that would suggest a car? What do you think? It could be. Um, we here in Utah have had the experience, sadly, of the Elizabeth Smoltz case. And Elizabeth uh, completely disappeared from her home uh, and within minutes uh, was reported by her little sister. There was uh, people, there were people searching in a very short time, uh, but she was actually abducted and taken just a little ways from her home, which was kind of a rural wooded area. Um, so it can happen very quickly and with, with very little trace. Guys, I want to, break down what we know right now with me is Janae Senna this is Charlotte's aunt to you uh Justin Boardman joining us a former detective with the West Valley City PD special victims unit weigh in yeah um that was a really quick um disappearance and it sounds like the family I mean they reported extremely fast so it would um kind of point to the direction of a car like what you were saying because it would be something that would be gone really quickly. Um, I think that you have to um, set up your perimeter to start um, searching the area. I think that you also see how close to water um, the bike was. I don't know um, the area. And you would start searching from there. I also remember um, I thought somebody said they were staying in the cabin, but it was also um, an RV sort of thing. Okay, let's find out about that. Janae Senna, was it a cabin, a tent, or an RV? So um, Dave and Trisha have a little pop-up camper and a tent on the site um, with were staying with friends. So there, as to my knowledge, there are no cabins. So it's a pop-up camper. Yes, and one thing I want to mention that I don't think anybody has reported yet, but something that just has been observed is that where the specific location where her bike was found, if you just go down a little hill, sort of, um, of like wooded area, but kind of clear, is the North Way. The what? The North Way, which is kind of our major thoroughfare. Like once, if you get to Albany and then the throughway becomes West. That's it. And you want to go North, it's called the North Way, which is 87. Okay, let, let, let's go with that right there. Mark Hopkins joining me, Chief of Field Operations, Greater Philly Search and Rescue, GPSAR, Greater Philly Search and Rescue. Mark, right there, because if they came in, if LA law enforcement came in with quickly, within 15 to 30 minutes max, and they're not picking anything up on a drone or a dog or uh, shoulder to shoulder. She was taken in a car. The North Way. Is that what you said? The North Way? The North Way. Yeah, it's through 87, which is the throughway is 87 until you get to a certain point, And then the throughway becomes west and east um, up here. And there 87 continues. And it's known as the North Way, which goes from Saratoga up to, I think, like, Canada. Okay, Mark Hopkins, uh, Chief of Field Operations, Greater Philly Search and Rescue. That's it. That's it. That that's what happened. What do you think? Well, I, I think that if if the person's in a car, it clearly changes things. All the efforts in the park would be for naught because they're not there. But what our job is in search and rescue is to in these instances, the world gets real big real fast, and time starts to move different. And our job is to 
shrink it back down to something that's manageable and get time back under control as best we can and not be looking in the entire world. And that involves investigation. And uh, with the proliferation of camera phones and things of that nature in this day and age, what they've got to do is people in parks are creatures of habit. The same people come on the same days at the same times typically. They need to extensively interview them because somebody saw something. They just don't think it's important right now, but it is. Let's go over the description again. Charlotte Senna, just nine years old, third grade, pink tie-dye Pokemon shirt, dark blue pants. Are they long or short, Janae? I believe leggings, Nancy. Leggings, probably. Quick question, uh, Janae. The gray helmet, was it found, the biking helmet? No, it was not. Helmet still gone bike was the bike up on the kickstand or was it just thrown down i've heard conflicting reports about that i also have heard that there was a passerby that claims they moved the bike because it was laying down in the middle of the road i was initially told it was up on its kickstand um, but then these people came by and said well we found it in the middle of the road and we wanted to drive through so we moved it. And I don't see any reason that they would make that up. Right. So bike in the middle of the road, helmet gone. So she didn't take off her helmet. Blonde with bangs, green eyes, four seven, ninety pounds. Third grade, right, Janae? Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Oh, gosh. Okay. Everybody weigh in. Uh, Dr. Gary Brucato is with us, clinical psychologist and author of The New evil understanding the emergence of modern violent crime weigh in dr bricado sure uh so um obviously with these kind of events the first thing that has to happen is a ruling out of a simpler explanation like an accident falling into water things like that Um, but once that's been ruled out and a lot of time has gone by obviously our thoughts have to begin to move in the direction of an abduction and one thing that i would point out right away is that People who abduct children really seem to fall into two broad buckets. The first are a a kind of more psychopathic, scheming type of person who would groom a child over time, you know, to lure them. But the other type, the type that would more quickly operate like this, tends to be a more peculiar, odd person because they don't have the social skills to lure someone like that. Uh, So those kinds of people, because they're a little bit more odd and disorganized, tend to be uh, a little bit more local uh, and a little Mm -hmm. bit less um, uh, clever and creative in how they do this. It's more like an opportunistic thing pops up. They snatch and, and, you know, so that what I think you're looking for is probably somebody who doesn't live very far from that area and who most likely has had a history consistent with this kind of thing. A, a person you know, doesn't tend to do this out of nowhere. They tend to have a history of it. Um, I can tell you that um, with a quick search, um, the Saratoga County has about 200 registered offenders on record. You mean sex offenders? Yes, sex offenders. And, um, and it has a crime rate that is about two per 1,000, you know, crime, two people per 1,000 individuals. Um, which is not the lowest uh, crime rate. That's um, that's only lower than about 25% of places in the state. 
Um, so it is a place where it is possible that something like that happened. But I think it is useful to think about the idea that that this is probably somebody who isn't coming from very far away. Um, I, for example, we can't really picture somebody sitting and trolling, uh, waiting for this to happen. It was far more likely somebody said, oh, there is a child that is riding alone. I don't see any parents. Let me open the car door, pull the kid in. And um, so, you know, that I think that's the kind of person you're looking for. Here. Hold on. I want to follow up on multiple things that you just said. Number one, Janae Senna did the loop yeah. that she was riding on her bike go anywhere near down the hill where a driver would have seen her? Yes, no. Um, Another driver. Well, here's the thing, Nancy. Like I said earlier, it's a one-way. I know it's one-way. Right. But did the loop, was the loop close to the north way? Could you see the loop from the highway? Yes, but I don't believe a vehicle could go down. It's like an embankment into the woods. So I don't believe if that is that scenario, I think they would have had to go out through the park. So that's another kind of crazy thing that we can't wrap our heads around. Let me understand what you're saying, because we cannot envision it. Yeah. Janae Senna is with us. This is Charlotte's aunt. So from the highway, from the north way that you described to us, you can Mm -hmm. see the loop where Charlotte was riding her bike. Yes. I don't believe I you can see the northway from the loop. I don't believe you could see the loop from the northway if that makes sense. It's you'd be looking up the a mountain sort of through trees. Got it. But yet her bike was found in the road on the northway. No, in the loop. Okay. I thought you told me it was down the hill. No, the bike is in a spot on the loop. So on the particular loop, it's like the only spot where you oh, could actually kind of look down and see the Northway. I see. I see. So if, say, there, if someone was traveling on foot some for some reason, you know, left a car on the side of the North, I don't know, I'm just saying, runs up the hill, something along those lines. Got it. Um, otherwise, if they're driving through the loop, they had to have just continued on the one way and then... You don't have to go around it again. You could just go right out the entrance to Lupe. So are you saying on this loop that it's only, according to Jackie, one-third of a mile? Are you sure? That sounds about right. Are vehicles allowed on the loop? Yes, it's a one-way road. How do you get off of it? You can just, you just literally drive around from where their campsite is. You drive around the corner and then the entrance to Loop A is right there. And then you make a left. And another immediate left, and that is the entrance to the park. That is the gate. Oh, so you were close to the gate. Yes. Of the yes. park. I yes. guess that's why it's A. Is it the closest yes. one to the to the entrance? Yes, yes. So there could have been a car there. I, I, I see. I see what you're yes. saying. I see what you're yeah. saying. Very quickly, uh, Janae, is there any body of water near there? Oh, a huge lake. Yes. Moreau Lake. And there is a separate, I just learned because I was looking at maps and stuff and reading tips from people that were messaging me. And there's a separate smaller lake next to it called Bonita Lake. Bonito? Bonita. Bonita, like like Bonita Springs. I don't yes. know what it reminds me of in Florida. Um, so there's Moreau Lake, which is rather large, um, in my opinion. And then Bonita Lake right next to it. Janae, have they brought in tracker dogs? Oh, yeah. That was one of the first 
things they did in the, in the overnight hours um, Saturday night. What did they come up with regarding tracker dogs? Um, I'm not sure because the police really aren't giving any information on that to us, at least. So what happened in those critical first moments? Take a listen to our friends at WRGB. Family, friends, and nearby campers went looking for her. At approximately 6.45 p.m., Charlotte's bike was located in Loop A, and at 6.47 p.m., Charlotte's mom, Trisha, called 911 to report the child missing. Massive search efforts have been going since 7 p.m. Saturday with drones, canine officers, aviation, and water search and rescue teams canvassing the state park. Charlotte was last seen wearing an orange tie-dye Pokemon t-shirt, blue pants, black Crocs, and a gray bike helmet. Okay, we know it's pink. Uh, we know there are a few discrepancies there. She's 4'7", 90 pounds, pink tie-dye, Pokemon shirt, dark blue pants, probably tights, black Crocs, gray helmet. Her gray helmet has not been found, so obviously she was taken in the gray helmet. I guess one of the first things they did, Nicole Parton, is to search every camper tent and cabin there. Yes, no. Yes. Um, even the governor made a statement that every cabin, tent, table, everything, nothing was left unturned. They did a, an immediate search. Also interesting, there are 31 campsites in Loop A, Nancy. This is a busy loop. 31 campsites in that particular loop with a restroom and shower facility right in the center of the loop. The recycle, the trash bins right on the outside, a lot of activity, especially in the afternoon, people are grilling 6.30. People are outside doing the restroom breaks. I mean, that's a lot of people. Someone had to see something. They had to. They had to, Nicole Parton. And what you said about the governor is correct. Take a listen to our cut for WRGB6. Governor Kathy Hochul at the search site on Sunday afternoon saying she has promised the Santa family law enforcement will bring Charlotte home. We are leaving no stone, no branch, no table. No cabin, unturned, untouched, unexamined in our search to find Charlotte. She's all of our daughters. Their family needs love. They need prayers. Now, I know that the camp was closed down. Moreau Lake State Park in New York closes amid the search for nine-year-old Charlotte. Now, I appreciate what the governor says. I take everything a politician says with a box of salt. But in this case, it may actually be helpful to the search for Charlotte. Now, let me understand the steps that were taken. Nicole Parton, Janae Senna, everybody jump in on the panel, please. I understand that campers, tents, cabins were immediately searched. Now, does that include all 31 campsites, Janae? So here was my thing about that. Um, just even while I was there yesterday, there were still people coming and going <laughs> that were camping there, I guess, because they were trying to kind of clear them out but they had to come back and get their stuff or whatever it was. So like we were in the middle of the loop at one point and there was a woman in a Jeep who looked aggravated and gave us a dirty look that we were like in her way. And I go, who's that? You know, so the police were like 
at the gate, you know, checking people and that sort of thing. But there were like still a lot of strange people around and it wasn't kind of fully cleared out until about six o'clock. Until about six o'clock. You mean, well, yeah. wait, this whole thing went down around 6.30 to 7 p.m. So, so what do you mean? 24 hours. Nancy. 24 hours later. Jump in. This Justin. Hey, you know, one of the things I would do is certainly start um, in the campground. Um, where it would be identifying the people in the different um, camp spots. You know, did they register um, their names on a book? Did How did they pay? And then taking a look at their history. I think that our suspect, if you will, would have been somebody that um, certainly knows the area. But when you're hunting, sorry, um, but when you're hunting for kids, it's certainly going to be an opportunity to jump in and snag one, but you're going to also run this through your head a lot. You're going to be thinking about your exit strategy and things like that. Then you just wait for the opportunity. So somebody would be a little bit more familiar with um, the campgrounds and the exit strategy. Maybe they were actually camping there, saw the opportunity, snatched her up, and then took off. You know, they had bloodhounds also right um, there soon. Bloodhounds are incredible trackers. So um, if they didn't get a track on which way or to the water, more likely than not, I would agree with you that somebody um, snatched her up in a car. Okay, you're hearing Justin Boardman, former detective. Uh, straight out to you, Mark Hopkins, weigh in on what, what's your theory right now? If every one of the 31 campsites have been checked, and that's what I'm getting from Janae. Well, if you're going with abduction as a theory, and that's not an invalid theory. Okay, what's the alternative? Um, something happened and frightened her and she ran into the woods. A medical emergency, an animal, something else. There are other, there are other possibilities. Okay, let me just go out on a limb here. She's camped here several times. She did not run into the woods and stayed hiding there even when her parents were calling her. Now, is she in the woods incapacitated? Maybe. But she did not run in there and ignore people calling her. I do not think there has been a wild animal attack. I think we would have seen evidence of that. And her bike being in the middle of the road, to me, right. precludes evidence of an animal attack. And also, when you have evidence of an animal attack, you see tracks where the body is dragged. The problem I have with the camper doing it is that it would take a lot more time than this person had. A lot more what? Time that this person had to snatch her and break down a camp, potentially. And break down a camp. Well, what if they're in a, a camper on wheels? There's nothing to break down. Yeah. Well, if they're in a camper and they were registered there, then, then it's a, a short thing about going through the list of people that were registered to be there. That's that's a little easier. I hope I hope it would be something that simple. Okay, okay, let's move forward, guys. Take a listen to our cut three from Emma Quinn. During a press conference, New York State police were questioned why since the search started Saturday evening, they waited to send an Amber Alert for Charlotte until Sunday morning. Following our exhaustive search of the park, uh, we we took that that step of issuing the Amber Alert because we we, we felt uh, that after that exhaustive search, when we couldn't find her here, it was uh, quite possible that uh, an abduction had taken place.
Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. To Donna Kelly joining us, former Utah Senior Deputy District Attorney and Attorney for Crime Victims, an Amber Alert uh, Everyone always attacks the police because they delay an Amber Alert. And sometimes those attacks are justified. But in this case, I believe they were searching the entire area before they issued an Amber Alert. And I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I wish it had been sooner. But given they were out searching, bringing in canines and search activities, I, I don't think they did anything wrong. No, it sounds like to me that the priority was get the area uh, you know, cleared first. And I agree with that. Um, guys, very often Amber Alerts are issued if police believe a car is involved. Nicole Parton joining me, CrimeOnline.com. Jump in, Nicole. Um, sure. And I, I think after they brought in, I was told they brought in 100 personnel. They brought the dogs, the drones, the boats. They started six underwater rescue teams. When all of that found nothing, no results. It was quite obvious this had to be leaning toward an abduction. And in that loop, the only way out would be by vehicle, whether that's an RV, um, a car, a truck, something on that I'm loop. I'm looking and at in- the, uh, and, and in fact, the one you sent us is a really, we've been looking online. This is a really good 
explanation. Guys, when we're saying a loop, this is what we mean. There's the entrance to the park. You turn in and there's a big, it looks kind of like the side, the shape of a baked potato. Okay. There's a big baked potato. And coming off the baked potato are 31 little arrows. Okay. Each one of those is a campsite. There are 31 smaller campsites, and those campsites may accommodate, let's just say, what would you say, 10 families max? What about it, Janae? I'm not sure, honestly. Like, I know that at their particular campsite, they were able to put a very large tent and a pop-up camper. Tent and camper. Yeah. And But there were other families there as well that they didn't know, correct? Well, yeah, all around the loop. I know, but I'm just talking about their campsite, campsite number one. How many other families were there? They're just, their, um, just their friends. Nobody that they didn't know at their particular. But it's all open. It's not like there's... I mean, I'm not a camper, so I, you know, I don't know too much about how it normally is, but I, it's not like there's a gate in between or anything like that. You can walk from one to the next. Oh, they, yeah, they, they run right into the next, and there's just a post with each number, and theirs was about, theirs is about halfway up the, like I said, one way, so about halfway up the one side. And let me ask you, were they in campsite number one? No. I wonder, do you know which campsite they were in? I believe 16. Okay, 16 is about halfway around. Yeah. Got it. So with that in mind, I want to go through what the search efforts entailed. What do we know right now about the search efforts that were implemented immediately um, and the call for tips? Take a listen to, again, Emma Quinn. Charlotte's aunt, Janae Senna, spoke on behalf of the family saying, no tip is insignificant. So if anyone has any information at all, um, saw anything in the vicinity of the entrance to the Moreau Lake State Park or are camping here and have any information at all. If anyone has any information, you saw something, you heard something, you are asked to call the number on your screen here or call 911. From what I can tell, everything has been done at that site. And I'm guessing that the campers were not allowed to leave without their vehicle or their camper being searched. But frankly, if the dogs didn't pick up anything to lead them to a specific part of the camp, I'm not sure she was taken to a camper or one of the tents. I mean, to Gary, Dr. Gary Bricado, clinical psychologist, Dr. Bricado, I would think that had someone taken her to their tent or their camper to let's just play it out to molest her and or kill her. The dogs would absolutely have picked up that scent. I have no doubt in my mind. I, I would be more inclined to think that someone passing in a vehicle opportunistically snatched her and left the park. Uh, and um, But that it would be somebody familiar with the area and wouldn't have taken her very far out of the park. Uh, I don't think this is somebody commuting from very far away. It was just somebody with this kind of um, uh, tendency who said, wow, you know, opportunity has placed this person in my path open the car door um, without any probably much talking or anything and drove off would be my my supposition that 
quickly. I think she was yanked off of her bike. Mm-hmm. Or she may have been lured, such as have you seen my puppy luring? But it was it's such a quick thing. Once they can get their hand on the child, if the child gets close enough to the car, that's all it takes. Once they get their hand around the child's arm, it's over. Nancy, it's Justin. Yes. Um, one thing that we haven't um, discussed, and it may not be an issue, just brainstorming. Are there any custody issues? Everyone keeps asking this information, and no. <laughs> okay, so no custody. Got a question. What about cameras on the loop? Do you know anything about, are there cameras on the campsite, Janae? There was a rumor on Facebook that there was a trail cam. I do not, to my knowledge, I do not know anything about that, and I've only seen it on this particular Facebook post that keeps getting shared and shared with me. Um, and I've also been told that at the entrance, there should be some sort of camera or recording device for license plates, but the police haven't shared that with us. So if they are working that angle, I, they are doing it without, you know, talking about it, essentially. Um, it's hard to believe in this day and age that there are no cameras. Do you know if the family heard any cars, any screeching of tires, any scream, any anything? I actually asked that question yesterday of the friend that was camping with them and uh, because he's the one that had his back to the loop because he was cooking, uh, grilling. And he said, Janae, if if they if she screamed, we wouldn't think anything of it because there's screams of joy. I mean, there's so many children. Every campsite had several bikes in front of it. They all ride their bikes around the loop. This is the thing they do at this campsite. So, like, to the point of one of your other panelists that, yes, someone who's familiar with this campsite would know there's children on bikes, and likely there's going to be one that's going to be alone for a second. Um, but, yes, they would they make lots of noise. It was very noisy. I think you're right, Dr. Bricado. I think someone saw her, took advantage, an opportunist with a proclivity to mm-hmm. fantasize or dream about children, grabbed her, put her in a car, and took off because... The dogs did not lead Ellie to a campsite, a tent, or a pop-up. The dogs would have picked up her scent. I have no doubt about that. That only leaves her being in the water, which sometimes they can pick that up too, or having been taken in a car, and I think that it is someone that lives nearby. Guys, the tip line, 518-457-6811. Repeat, 518-457-6811. There is a chance, a strong chance, we could bring Charlotte home alive. With every hour that passes, that chance diminishes. If you think you know anything Please call the tip line. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zip. 
Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.